ladies and gentlemen, from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and All Seasons Tabletop Studio, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, Dr. Brian Artis expounds on snake venom theory. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com Are you on your best behavior? Always when I'm standing in times of challenge and controversy. Mm. Welcome, everybody, to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben. And without any further delay, let's go ahead and welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing today? Fantastic, Ben, but it's getting better. Wonderful. I always like that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I've, I've always liked it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's a lot of truth to that, because when we're here, it appears to get better. We, we tap into all of these wonderful resources through the, you know, whether it's a uh, documents, articles, or research, whatever. Right. Uh, but this is the uh, second part of Dr. Brian Artis and Mike Adams, two of our favorite people, and uh, just always amazed and, and admire their their diligence and their work. So, uh, yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah. In, anticip- anticipating this episode. So welcome to all of you truth seekers and rock tumblers out there. We hope that uh, you are doing well as as well and uh, that you are continuing to diligently seek truth, uh, which is becoming harder and harder to find these days. So uh, we, you know, some days, and I know that if you're listening, you know how this is, it, it becomes so weary uh, seeking truth and, 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 it, and it gets heavier. Yeah, the things that you learn and and the the state of not not just here in the United States but worldwide, some of the things that we're finding out is just uh, it's heavy, it's amazing, it's stunning. Uh, you know, just, just use any adjective. But there, there are times I don't know about you, Ben, but uh, I need to just take a a mental break and sort of shut down and, and, and reset my mind and find something yeah. totally, you know, uh, uplifting and that sort of thing. And, and, and that's when, you know, you yeah. turn to, you know, a lot of people will turn to reading something spiritual, uh, meditating, uh, prayer, uh, all of those things are good if they're, Absolutely. you know, if they're, you know, your pure intent of thought uh, is, is in proper use. And and you know what? It's not easy because we all have lives. We have other things we do. And for those of you listening, uh, this is not all that Ben and I do. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I run a business. I raise a family. Uh, I am a busy individual. Uh, but this is a release. This does uh, help my mind uh, and it, just my being sometimes. Yeah. There is one thing that's missing in my life the last few weeks, and I have got to make it happen. I need to get back into the gym more regular. I am uh. missing that uh, drastically. So what okay. tends to happen with me, I don't know about anyone else, but when I get really busy, unfortunately, my <laughs> my health starts to 
tip a little bit. Not that I, right. I, I'm drastically just, but I don't eat regularly like I should. Yeah. You know, I yeah. might go uh, long periods of time without the proper meal and that sort of thing, and I don't exercise like I should. Still taking all of you know the the you know the supplements and all the good things and and yeah. that's still eating all the right things. It's just not eating when I should and uh, I guess as often or as much as I should, yeah. which is is definitely not <laughs> not a good thing. So, but but exor- exercising um, depending on your fitness or health level is is good for you, um, and Absolutely. it is a good stress reliever. It yes. relieves stress and does other wonderful things for your body and your mind. It, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing I like about this is we typically, and, and not always while we're engaged in the actual episode, mm-hmm. but we we laugh, you yeah. know, and that's yeah. a good medicine and that's biblical. This is true. You know, so... Uh, anyway, as we digress a bit and uh, sort of uh, catch up and shed some of the stuff that we carry, uh, we don't want to delay any 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 further. We're going to get back into this, and once again, this is part two, uh, All right. and we're right in the middle of uh, the interview here with uh, Dr. Artis and Mike Adams, and it's more of a question and answer. A lot of things that are being asked and uh, and answered. Not just from Mike Adams, but uh, things that have been asked through other doctors and other individuals right. to um, Dr. Artis. He's he's answering and trying to clear up. So good stuff. Yeah. All right. We ready to go? Absolutely. Full force. Okay. Buckle up and let's go. And it's, you know, what's really fascinating about this is how much research you brought to the table. And I turned that over to my editorial team also to go through a lot of those articles and citations, and it really is shocking. So one of the reactions happening today from the left-wing media is like, oh, this is crazy, uh, snake venom, crazy conspiracy, where do these people get this stuff, right? You know, attacking you and Stu Peters and so on. But then it's all in the research. It's all in the articles. It's like, but the funny thing is by attacking you over this, they are forcing people to think about snake venom for the first time. So, yeah, well, and the British Medical Journal saying that snake bites are a crisis on the world right now. Maybe you should all be looking at venom. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, mm. people are for sure right now. Let me let me ask you a different question about remdesivir because one of the things that we did today, uh, as as journalists, is is we sent an email to Gilead Sciences and requested an interview with their chief science officer to respond to some of the information that that you presented. So, you know, I want to be on the record that, hey, we're giving Gilead a chance to respond to this. And I have a lot of questions for Gilead, too. If if they agree to an interview with me, it'll Uh be a fair interview. But I got a lot of questions about why are people dying from, uh, you know, after taking remdesivir and so on. But I want to give them a chance to respond and uh, if that happens, Dr. Artis, um, I would give you a chance to respond to whatever they say as well. But, you know, isn't that, I mean, I don't think they're going to say yes to that. But if they do, I would welcome it. What do you think? Do you know, I've had a medical doctor here that Dr. Peter McCullough referred me to that thought they could help me get remdesivir to get it tested in a lab. Multiple labs. Yes. They put in multiple 
phone calls, emails into Gilead Sciences, medical doctor did, to request remdesivir. I even offered to pay full retail price for it. And they never responded. Not once did wow. they respond over several months. Uh, mm. And that's fine. They don't have to respond, but I want to get it tested. The fact that, for example, what really tied this together for me was when I read the University of Arizona study, when they were evaluating blood samples of people treated for COVID-19 in two different hospitals, hundreds of blood samples, these people all received remdesivir. That is the only antiviral being used for COVID-19 patients. Every single one of them, they said, had high elevations of this this phospholipase A2 that is found in rattlesnake venom or viper snake venoms. Very and I was like, oh no, well, there's, is there a connection to Gilead and this Indian Keegan Cobra venom that was our study that was published in January of 2020? Mm. Gene and Tech funded the study. Gene and Tech actually has been acquired by Gilead Sciences just 10 years earlier. They bought up several facilities and brought on 55 of their executives. And I would like to know, do they have cobra venom or snake venom in their product? Because University of Arizona found these snake venom enzymes in COVID-19 treated patients in hospitals. It would be interesting to find out. Well, yeah, it is interesting. But just, just for the record, I mean, those enzymes could also come from other sources, or there, there could be synthetic peptides that were based on the research of snake venom, right? There, there, sev- several different scenarios. But I want to add, too, you know, our laboratory, we have a time-of-flight mass spec instrument. And uh, if Gilead responds to us, I will offer to them uh, to send us a sample. We'd like to test it on our time-of-flight instrument. We are an ISO-accredited laboratory, you know, in- audited, inspected. We pass tests, you know, blind tests and so on. And the thing about the time of flight system is that it has a, an amino acid or a protein deconvolution algorithm that can handle the very large molecules, which is what snake venom typically is, you know, very, very large. Hmm. But that instrument can handle up to 20,000 Daltons. And uh, so, you know, it'll be interesting. Would, would Gilead Sciences send a sample to a laboratory run by the health ranger? I don't think so. <laughs> to, mm-hmm. uh, if they if they would, I would I would do it honestly. You know, I'm not going to fabricate anything out of the lab. No way. We're going to do it honestly and report what's in there. But we would then be able to see actually the molecular mass of what's in there. Wouldn't that be fascinating? That would be fascinating. I hope Gilead answers the request in a positive manner and provides the sample. Well, I'm going to pause it right there for a second, and you know, okay. and. Your answer's already been given to that question in, in, in the whole nine yards. Yeah. Dr. Brian Artis and, and I don't, did he say Dr. McCullough were, were after them to get a, a sample and look at it? or It was a, it was a doctor or, that McCullough referred him to, I think, okay. is what he said, yeah. I think. So, in other words, they, they attempted, they attempted several months, never heard back anything. Yeah. So, yeah. To answer, you know, Mike Adams, it, it wouldn't matter if you were honest and upfront and you they gave you a sample. First of all, if somebody like that, which, you know, based on what has happened and who they've acquired and who they've attached themselves with, Gilead, mm-hmm. uh, being part of the, uh, what was it, Gen... Uh, Genotech. Genotech. Yeah. Who has been, you know found to be very suspicious in, in, in their actions is if they did 
supply a sample. Right. My first thought would be, it's a tainted sample. It's a clean sample. They're giving them not something that has got anything in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it would have yeah. to be, you know, if, if they would agree, it would almost have to be, let us select the sample under supervision and... Uh, and, well, and, yeah. and, and and not just have you send us a sample. Yeah. So the the question in theory, I guess, is okay, but you just can't. You know, well, I mean, you, you can't trust. It's sad. You can't trust any of these people. Uh, well, I was thinking about it. I was like, well, and I don't know all the protocols, but I was thinking, why can't why can't they get a sample of it from a local hospital or someplace that has it to give out? And as a service to test and find out what's in it. Right. Well, I think something. that's what he would like you, to do. You know, it, rather than going directly to Gilead or whatever, why couldn't they pick up some remdesivir? Because you know that that's what got sent out. Right. You know, so that was before you asked. So there's no possible way that they could go in and, you know what I mean? So you're going to get whatever was sent there. Well, I don't know if you picked up on it. it was, you, uh, there must be you know, some sort of restrictions because I heard Dr. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's, he would be willing to pay whatever for Well, it. he offered for full retail to Gilead yeah. or whatever to get a sample. Yeah, so but why I'm would like, he have to go there? Why would he have yeah, to offer that? Yeah, but I'm like, that? can't yeah. you get it from like exactly. a local pharmacy? If you had a doctor that was with you and you're a researcher or something, you maybe you could go and get some. Right. As for to use in your sure. research, yeah, there's uh, got to be, so, a, yeah, yeah. So I don't, but I don't know the protocols. I mean, if you had a doctor pick it up, I would think that you may, you could do that, but yeah. who knows? So apparently, you can't. There's restrictions on. Apparently, they have running to track. Test. Maybe they have to track exactly where it goes, and they're not allowed to. Yeah, you know, test it. They have to That's, give yeah. it. As a dose, that no testing is allowed. Right, it's that's like, that's what I'm picking. Which would up also on. make me a little leery if they say yes. you can't test it in your lab, even if you acquire it, you can't. Exactly. Yeah, that would make me like, huh? Well, why can't I? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so there's a question for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what are know, those restrictions? Yeah. Why the honest <laughs> always have difficulty with the dishonest because the honest yeah, yeah. always play by the rules. Uh, well, you know, exactly, and that mm, sort of handcuffs them. Mm -hmm. You know. Yep. So. Yep. All right. So, all right. Let's continue on here. Good stuff. I will also say that, yes, it is absolutely true. Venom peptides from snakes, snails can, been, can be and has been synthetically created in mass quantities since 1989. Wow. Why? So these peptides, these weapons could be made synthetically in factories and they're dumping it anywhere. I mean, it could be, or it could be used in drugs. Sure they could be. It, it could be. Gene and Tech, for example, the company that Gilead acquired some of these facilities from, Gene and Tech created and funded a study isolating all of the 19 venom-specific toxins in King Cobra venom, published it January of 2020. Gene and Tech declared a conflict of interest with a company called Roche that they own stock in, Genentech, who also had facilities bought by Gilead and acquired from Gilead, who makes remdesivir, Genentech right now has multiple patented drugs that are cancer therapy drugs, each of which are actually derived from snake venom components. That's what Genentech does. You can go look it up. You know, fact check it, just go look it up. So the question wow. is, is, is there a correlation to the 
side effects of remdesivir, which perfectly overlap remdesivir's description of its side effects from the published studies by Gilead and the World Health Organization database review over the last two years, I want, I would like to know, are they using this because they're finding these snake venom-like peptide enzymes in people who were treated for COVID-19 in hospital? Yeah, you know, really good point. And also the history of medicine is a history of biomimicry. And, you know, over the years, we've seen many, many articles in Scientific American and, and uh, medical journals talking about even aquatic uh, toxins from, I don't know, conefish and stingrays and snails, as you said. You know, venom uh, is, is very common throughout the natural world, throughout the animal kingdom. And uh, different types of venom, you know, achieve different things, biologically speaking. As you, as you said in our interview, sometimes they're, they're pro-clotting factors or anti-clotting factors or anti-tumor or, you know, cellular necrosis causing, what have you. But, you know, this, uh, folks, for those of you watching, the idea that Big Pharma is deriving, quote, medicines from venom, this is not a suddenly <laughs> new thing. This has been going on for decades. Mm. Okay, Mike, let's do something for your audiences. Let's just do this. How many people watching the health ranger today know someone who's on a high blood pressure drug called lisinopril? Yeah, common drug. It is a very common drug. There are millions of prescriptions of lisinopril in America alone. Do you, and how many of you know that lisinopril it's, it's a combo drug, hydrochlorothiazide, and another drug made by Merck, owned by Merck. How many of you know that lisinopril is made from snake venom? No, I didn't know that either. And y'all are swallowing snake venom every day. That is a known ACE inhibitor to help reduce your blood pressure. Merck owns the mm. patent on this drug derived from snake venom. You're swallowing it every day. This isn't a new concept. They've been making lisinopril in this drug for years. So uh, I can't pull off my name, the patent, the name of the drug, but it starts with a C. It's like Capetrel or something in lisinopril owned by Merck, but it's in lisinopril. And the other half of that is hydrochlorothiazide. That's the actual uh, a diuretic to make you urinate to help your body excrete water and lower your blood pressure. There wow. are people around the country right now have no idea that they're actually swallowing snake venom components to lower their blood pressure. So I don't know There's also yeah. snake venom components that are not in Merck's uh, drug that actually increase blood pressure. Thank God they didn't put it in that, but they can weaponize <laughs> these things. It's not far out to think that they're using drugs like this. They're using anti-cancer drugs, like I just mentioned with Genentech, that are actually made from snake venom. There's lots of drugs being made from snake venom. Snake venom is very, very powerful and has disruptive properties and they have learned how to isolate those and then mass manufacture them and patent them as they isolate them and then synthetically make them. Yeah, you're, wow. yeah you're exactly right. Mm. And again, the, the term, folks, is biomimicry. Yeah. I mean, it's it's mm -hmm. very common in uh, big pharma. Mm -hmm. You know, they go out and look for molecules in plants as, as well, such mm -hmm. as uh, the lovostatins in red yeast rice. And then they made statin drugs, yep. right? Cholesterol that, had, that came from a plant, but other drugs come from animals and venom. It's very common. Um, let me ask you this, Dr. Artis. The, have you received then today from some of the people watching this, have you begun to receive a flood of new like articles and intel that corroborates the things that you've been saying? Yeah, that's a great question. I, just, mm -hmm. I want you to know that it was phenomenal. I woke up this morning at like seven for an interview I was going to be on. 
And I noticed that Karen Kingston, who I'm sure you're aware of, she, she's been exposing like lots of things in the patents surrounding the vaccines and other things. She said, I've talked about it a couple of times here, that University of Arizona study where they said it's like venom going through their veins. The substance they found in high levels of these treated COVID-19 patients who died in hospitals is called SPLA2. And it's found in venom. She texted me at two o'clock in the morning saying she couldn't go to sleep and got on her laptop and found that enzyme is in every single COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, wow. Really? Hmm. And then Hmm. another person with AMP media, his name is James. He sent me these texts and I just have to tell you, there's going to be these holes plugged in because I haven't had time to solve every mystery surrounding COVID. And I can't wait to see what people come (laughs) up with. But once you put the lens on for looking at it as venom, a whole bunch of things are going to become clear. For example, this is one of them. Wow. That a few people like you that I trusted with to talk to before I unleashed it on the world, what my thoughts were, my feelings were, and what my, I was uncovering, this guy said to me and other people have, Dr. Artis, if it's snake venom, how come wouldn't kids be affected the same way as a snake bite as adults? I cannot tell you. This was amazing this morning. I woke up. There were one research study after another that was sent to James from someone on the other side of the world who was awake in Europe, sent this to James, and then he forwarded them to me because she said, after watching Dr. Artis's documentary, I finally solved the riddle. I had no idea what to look for. She said, I've always wondered why children weren't being found to be as sick or posed as high a risk to be hospitalized and die from COVID if it's such a dangerous pathogen. And she said, Mm -hmm. because of my interview, she went looking to see about snake venom, what would be in children that's not in adults as much that might be protective. Mike, I haven't even looked at this connection, but she had sent him studies showing that children have much higher levels of melatonin than adults do. And that she found studies where melatonin as a hormone is inhibitory to many components of snake venom. Wow. Wow. So that explains the melatonin benefit. This talk. Yes. And it explains why so many doctors were finding a melatonin benefit and couldn't figure it out. I didn't know the reasoning, but this Uh. totally explains why children who little kids sleep a lot, why they have a whole (laughs) lot more melatonin than the rest of us as they're growing. No kidding. And, uh, it absolutely one more time was like, oh my God, thank God. People are putting it together and finding things I haven't even had time to look at or reason, but this could totally explain why that's happening. So let me me. share something with you too, that just came up today. I was interviewing Andreas Kalker uh, actually just a couple hours ago. And uh, you know, he's the expert in chlorine dioxide solution, CDS, which is different from MMS, by the way, for those wondering. And Andreas Kalker actually has a patent on treating cobra venom with chlorine dioxide solution. And so I was able to ask him, we did a 20 minutes on this topic alone, treating snake venom uh, or in, in venomization. Uh, is, is that the right term for it? In venomation, yes. In venomation, excuse me. Um, treating that with a chlorine dioxide solution because it denatures, it basically snips apart all the little pieces and ends of the the large snake venom molecule, thereby rendering it no longer toxic. And I was I was shocked. Mm. It's like I didn't realize I'm sitting on you know 
cobra snake venom uh, treatments right here in my preparedness supplies. It's amazing. Now, can, I, can I tell you something, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Phenomenal, because as I was going through this, I was looking for antidotes to uh, the water solution. I'm not even kidding. I was like, if it's really in the water and they're finding it in wastewater, we know that's getting into our source water, unless they're filtering it out, which I don't and never seen anything about, but it's going to be recirculated into our bodies. We're going to be drinking it, showering in it, you name it. And just so you know, if you shower in it and it's in the water, you know, there's spitting cobras, right? That target your eye and those peptides get into your eyes of the animal and neurologically paralyze the animal, right. keep it from being able to breathe. That's how they target you. And I just want you to, know, I asked somebody, I said, look, I want you to do some, this is a spiritual person. I said, I want, I'm going to ask you a few things. I want to know, can you tell me what would help negate or inhibit venom suspended in water? This is what I asked her. This is like a month ago. And I was like, I'm going to run through a few things. And I want you to tell me which things test out in your experience and in your uh, um, gifts. I want you to tell me what of all things will work. Do you know what the only thing was that she said? She goes, chlorine dioxide will work. It's the only thing. Really? And I was like, oh, sweet. I love chlorine dioxide. This is something we can actually say. Imagine now, Mike, if this guy could actually get with the CDC and start dumping chlorine dioxide into our wastewater. It go. turns into our source water. Maybe we could stop and help reduce the spread of SARS-CoV-2 in the water. Yes. Well, absolutely. But it also brings up that if someone has to drink city water, they can treat that city water with chlorine dioxide, right, and they know that's going to denature uh, snake venom. So that's a big answer for a lot of people. There you go. Because, Huge answer. You were right. Right. And now for the shower, I mean, some people have shower filters. We don't yet know whether a carbon block filter is going to remove these large molecules. I'm, I'm, it's not clear to me. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I guess different water filters would have different levels of effectiveness based on their filtration media. But at least now we know. In fact, uh, Andreas Kalker was telling me that there are people who treat animals who've been bitten by rattlesnakes or, or king cobras. King cobra bites on people. They will take like a plastic syringe with a CDS in it, chlorine dioxide, and they will inject it into the wound what? at about 300 parts per million with saline solution. And it denatures the venom and then the healing is is a very simple matter from that point have you ever heard of that wow no but that is phenomenal this is some of the stuff that people now need to recognize are going to be anecdotes of protection what a blessing that's humongous yeah. i love it i think that's huge too because how many people are getting bit by snakes all over the world obviously well wasn't it it was reported as well <laughs> says it's yeah. the second largest crisis in the america in the yeah, whole world yeah. right now right exactly yeah. there's snakes around exactly. every corner that's right yeah They're biting so you know everyone yeah, don't look now. There's a snake behind every tree, Ben. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. You know, well, I was just thinking that, you know, with what they're talking about with the water and, yeah. you know, and how you could, you know, the drinking water would be easy. You know, you put, you know, the CD, was a CD? CDS? CDS? Yeah, chlorine, uh, chlorine dioxide. Yeah, yeah, chlorine dioxide. I heard of that, but okay. Uh, so, yeah. but you put that in, you could do it easily if you had it, put it in drinking water before you drink it, or you could put it in pitcher, even if it's city water is what they're saying, it, it cleans it up from okay. from the snake venom. It basically, you know, right. it's like a, a, a water treatment, but they were a little confused. How could we, you know, well, if it gets, if it's in your shower water, what would you do, or bath water, whatever. And I was just thinking, it sort of takes you back to, 
you know, the days of, well, you go down to the creek or the river and bathe, you know, or, you know, and and there's a lot of people now collecting rainwater into barrels and there's a way to distribute it. And I know that you could have it run through, you know, you could almost have to re- yeah, you yeah you can use rain. Yeah, rain reroute chemicals. your yeah. water line through snake bar- uh, snake Woo-hoo. through a, through a filter <laughs> through, through water barrels. Yeah, you know from rainwater. You know, right? And of course, that, you know. Yeah, you can do that. At our house, we're pretty fortunate. You know, out in the country, we have great well water. Yeah, uh, and and have I mean drinking, bathing, the whole thing. So it's it's wonderful. But uh, we're very fortunate. But anyway, that's where my mind went when they were trying to figure out that. You know, I just uh, go back to the old days. Yeah. You know, very simple. I mean, you know, I mean, it was no big deal for them. I would go down and bathe. Well, it was cold. Well, you know, and of course they right. knew how to heat water up too, but, you mm-hmm. know, maybe that would bring back the, well, we'll bathe once a week thing. Or you could, yeah. <laughs> or you could maybe put in a whole home water filter where you could have a setup where it drips that stuff into it on. I, I think there was a, yeah, I, yeah it's a whole, I don't know. Ma- whole nother market, but it's, it's yeah. amazing here to see. Don't give them any ideas. Now they'll start selling people that so that they can make more money. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. But I mean, it, it is, it, it, I mean, there's a market here, but it's, it's amazing how, like they're saying, if you look at this thing now, a snake venom, Oh, yeah. Other pieces of the puzzle start making sense. Yeah, that's yeah. very interesting. So, uh, a couple Absolutely. more minutes here, and we'll we'll wrap it up. By the way, since we're talking about this, let me just put a disclaimer on the record here. Just a disclaimer for everybody. You know, this is a, a process of discovery that you're watching here. We're learning about amazing things, first aid, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. medicine and so on. Maybe ditch medicine, survival medicine. But just as a disclaimer, I do want to tell people. If you are bit by a snake, you should go to the ER, right? So <laughs> yeah, you, right. you should. I would. You should go to the ER. You should. You know, maybe they have anti venom and they can give you that, and so on and so forth. I don't want to tell people not to do that, but I think we need to research and explore these other solutions that are emerging, because venom might be a lot more common around us than what any of us suspected, because it's it's the ultimate kind of chemical weapon against humanity, really. Absolutely. And I actually would say the same thing. If my one of my children got bit by a snake, I'm going to take them to the hospital. <laughs> I'm going to go there. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Do their ELISA IG test, hopefully, and determine what snake or snake venom and do they have an anti-venom for it. Right. Same, same thing here. But, you know, I have donkeys on my ranch. If I have a donkey that's bit by a snake, I can't drag that donkey in to the vet. I need to treat that donkey right now. I might just go ahead and use CDS. I would try it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've treated wounds on the donkeys before using natural substances, and it, it, including colloidal silver, by the way. A big puncture wound, one of my donkeys, I'm sorry to get off track, one of my donkeys had a deep puncture wound, and uh, that healed up uh, using uh, colloidal silver and uh, hydrogen peroxide. That's a great product. Anyway, by the awesome. way. donkeys hmm. are resilient. Silver. Yeah. Okay, sorry to get distracted, but back to you, Dr. Artis. What else do you want to add? Um, I just want to really just say thank you for the opportunity, Mike, to have a platform to share this stuff. Thank you for trusting me enough to look at the documentation. That was a, it's been really relieving to my soul to finally share something that I think can have grave implications in preserving a ton of lives in the future. And that's really what my entire intent has been. I know that's why you became the health ranger in the first (laughs) place was to try to improve the life through food 
of individuals around the planet. And you knew you could do it through food, analyzing food, testing food, and then providing organic food products for people around the world. You've done a great job doing that. So my intention has never been anything different. Uh, It has been an amazing journey uh, the last couple of years trying to stand for humanity the way you have, just in a different way, which is trying to protect people from the poisons that they call pharmaceutical drugs. Uh, And I just want people to understand that uh, I put more faith in God's natural immunity than I ever have in an Mm. injected man's creation in a lab. So that's just how I see things. Uh, I do want everyone in hope that individuals who have wondered why there's been so many countless side effects from the mRNA vaccines, that when they saw like Dr. Hoff in British Columbia, when he found that every one of his mRNA vaccinated patients, they found elevated D-dimer levels, which means there's massive amounts of blood clotting going on in the bodies of these people. If that correlates back to what Medscape publishes, that that is an indicator of snake venom poisoning. If that's the case, we now know how to hopefully start handling the envenomation from these peptides. No matter how evil it is, how intentional it's been, the goal is to find out if that exists, treat it like snake venom poisoning, and let's see if their lives improve. Uh, because so, so many lives have been so effective around the world. Half the world's been vaccinated already at least once, twice, booster shots. So uh, anything that we can do to help preserve their lives and help them to heal and improve their life is all I want to do. Very good. Yeah. And how... I mean, how appropriate you might want to say, but how how typical as we look at the spiritual application of this that ultimately what it looks like, all the evidence is bearing it out, that what we've been facing and what we've been dealing with all along, mm-hmm. whether it be synthetic, a remake of it, a a biomimicking, if you will, right. of snake venom. Yeah. With the king of serpents, not the king cobra, mm-hmm. but Satan himself. I mean, as he's identified in the in the in the Bible as the serpent. Uh, yeah. This to me is just fitting for what a character like that representing pure evil would do. It's almost yeah. as if it's his fingerprint. I want my fingerprint on this thing. We want. I want to infect people with what represents me. Because I mean, it's hard to think about well, a snake, yeah. uh, and 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 you know, venom and and all of that without right. thinking about if if you're religious at all or a Christian to think about uh, Satan and what he has done uh, yeah. as he has really envenomized this entire planet. Uh, through right. the very, you know, through the 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 fruit in the in the very beginning, yeah. so uh, nice to know now that we don't have to. So you know, at, at this point in time, I mean, we we don't know. I mean, as fast as we're uncovering different things, but we don't have to panic as much. And I think that's what Doctor Aris is trying to say. Yeah. We know now yeah. how we can sort of maybe even prevent it or treat it. Yeah, and and I was just gonna while you were talking about um, Satan being the master serpent or whatever you want to, however you said that. I, <laughs> right. Uh, I was just thinking, like, isn't it interesting, like, the venom, if you compare that with sin, right? So 
you know, if you start, you know, you might, you might, we've talked about this before. You might, uh, like if you're not well, super grounded, you could start compromising a little bit here mm-hmm. or a little bit here. So if you're like cor- correlating with snake venom, like we're getting you a little bit here, we're getting you a little bit here. Cause apparently it's been, they've been putting this in stuff since the eighties. Yeah. Right? That's what it we'll sounds like. We'll get you a little like. bit here, a little yeah. bit here, a little bit here before you know it. It's like, well, how did I get this poisoning? Right. Right, you, you see yeah. what I'm saying. So, I mean, in a, in a way, it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's kind of an interesting parallel if you because if you're not careful, you can you can go down that same path, sure, like, so to speak, with sin versus the the poisoning. Well, we're we're getting you, we're getting you. All right, we'll get we'll give you a good dose here. Well, know? right, yeah, and you know, and you know, it's it, it's sort of the you know the, the the habits that we create sometimes right you know? exactly you and and I think when you look at the boosters it's almost a, a representative of that you go well okay uh, I've taken right. a couple of steps down the wrong road boom I'm gonna I'm gonna get hit again by a booster sort of you know yeah and then yeah. you know whatever whatever your sin is and now you you might be you know a few more steps down the road right uh, you might fall into a, a a sin that you never ever thought you would you know commit boom right. you get booster number three you know yeah. you're still hit you're hitting and, and eventually you, and, you are a lost cause, and yeah, uh, and you're going to feel like, well, there's there's no anti venom for me, so to speak. Right? Uh, yes, and that's and the that, idea, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, from we, from Satan, you're too far, right? Yeah, exactly. from Satan. But yeah. now you can you can look at CDS, uh, <laughs> but but once I know it's it's venom, yes, right. Once, once you know, and I know that there is an antidote, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. if you're correlating that with sin, once I really realize right. what I'm doing, my sin, and I realize what the antidote is, now I can, you know, yes. you can try and change and, and get back to And that. how important it yeah. is to be able to see it clearly, understand it, and have an, as we discussed earlier, an open mind yes. to, to commit to seeking out truth. Because what you believe today might change, and that's okay as long as it's based in truth, right? You know, right, if, yeah. Because you know, the searching with you know with the with the you know the pure, you know, unbiased heart is going to lead you to truth if it's if it's sincere. I believe that, that God will will lead you to that, and then it's up to you. He's right. not going to force you to do anything. He's going to say, "Here it is," and then we have decisions to make. Absolutely, and yeah. uh, I can appreciate these two guys and Brian Artis, uh, Doctor Brian Artis, uh, who wants to, and so does uh, uh, Mike Adams with what he does. Yeah, he wants to help humanity. He wants to help his brothers and sisters. Uh, you know, great work and, and just really good stuff. I'm uh, just really good conversations uh, here with the question and answer. So, and I'll I'll put out one more thing real quick before you close. Um, just like you say, like um, diligently seek truth. And I just wanted to say that to our listeners that the only day you have to seek truth is today. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's exactly Tomorrow right. isn't promised. Next minute isn't prom- yeah, promised. Yes, yesterday's gone. So if you're seriously <laughs> seeking truth, diligently do it every day. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, let's bow our heads and thank uh, our Creator for this opportunity. So, Father in Heaven, once again, we do thank you for your many blessings upon us. We thank you for creating us from the very beginning 
And we know that you created us fearfully and wonderfully. And through this whole process, in many ways, from the very beginning, we see how fearfully and wonderfully that we have been made and and all of the intricacies of the body and how it protects itself and how we can guard against, with things that you've given us here, how we can guard against man-made viruses and, and you know, Satan's venom and all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can guard against through you and your strength. We thank you so much for that. And we ask for special blessings upon all of our listeners. There's many out there that are listening to us today that may not know, may not have heard any of this. They may be wondering, is this true? Uh, what do I do with it? Or 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 uh, uh, struggling with maybe some health issues, but no matter what it is, Lord, we ask that you enter into their hearts, seal their hearts with truth, give them a strong desire to continue to seek truth diligently, seek after righteousness and purity, and drink from the, the fountain of the living water which you provide. Yes. And special blessings on all of those, such as Mike Adams, Brian Artis, and all of those that uh, are out doing the work uh, with their platforms. Uh, we can't <laughs> we we can't m- mention them all now, Lord, but you know who they are. So thank you again for this opportunity, this platform here at the Undiluted Truth. And as we part ways, as always, we ask that every intent of our thought be pure. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless you.